Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight, along with a very special guest this week, somebody that you're going to get to know really well transitioning into uh, next week. But uh, Candace, welcome. Good morning. Hey, yeah. Steve. So happy to be joining you today. Yeah, Candace Scalise uh, is going to be our brand new morning anchor. Uh, starting on Monday morning, August the 2nd, so here in just uh, a few days. And, uh, you know, you've been doing some behind-the-scenes stuff mm-hmm. here this week. Um, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, you've had to get to know me. Yes. Uh, you, <laughs> you've, you've had to get to know Ryan. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the the two guys that you'll be spending a lot of time with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for it, though. Yeah. I'm you know, excited. It's an interesting dynamic. As you know, Candice, uh, I don't want to speak for you, but you were a morning anchor in your previous market, which yes, was? Which was Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Worked for Watch Fox News there. And was in Alabama before that weekend anchor. Okay, so you know you're used to the morning routine, and and as you know, it's um, it's an interesting relationship you develop with the, the people that you work with, mm-hmm. you know, on the morning show, both on air, off air, everybody, because it's you spend so much time together. Oh yes, yeah, you know, and you're <laughs> all in the same room, you know, and you know, so um, it's always good if you get along. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, you know. definitely want to be friends <laughs> yeah, with your coworkers yeah. in the studio. Yeah, that's that's a plus. And you know, sometimes it just uh, doesn't always work out that way. But I've gotten a really good vibe off you this week. Good, so I'm, I'm glad. I am. I'm, that's your. I was cute. a little nervous there. I was like, okay, what's Steve going to tell me now? Say, like, say, get out. That's that's your cue to say I've gotten a really good vibe off of you I, too. Yeah, same too. Same, same. Yeah, we went to the York County Fair earlier yes. t- this week, and yeah. uh, that was a fun car ride. I learned a lot. Yeah, well, we got <laughs> stuck in traffic. We got stuck. You got used to Central Pennsylvania construction, yes. And so we got stuck mm-hmm. in construction. So what should have been about a 30, 35 minute ride turned into about a fifty minute ride. But yep. we had lots. That was your second day. Yeah, it was. And yeah. you introduced me to the whoopie pies. The right? whoopie pies, yeah. That was so good. We had lots to talk about in the car, and and I uh, filled you in on as much, uh, you know, as I told you, right, wrong, or indifferent. Again, I'm a central PA lifer, so I love you know, it. yeah. So I, I was, uh, it, it's, and I loved it because, and we were also with uh, Frank, who works in our IT department, and uh, Frank's also a lifer from Central PA, and mm-hmm. we were like so excited. We were like kids in a candy store because you kept asking us questions about this area. And we were like, oh my god, she finds it interesting. <laughs> you know Tell I mean? me more. <laughs> I think I will. Yeah. You know, that was such a great experience too because. Coming to Pennsylvania, my husband was right. born and raised in Mechanicsburg in mm-hmm. the Camp Hill area. So I've always heard stories about the area. Yeah. And now moving here, I actually feel very at home. It's been a great transition so far. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I'm i excited because uh, I can't wait to hear the stories of when you start dropping this knowledge on your husband about yes. things in Central PA. Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah. All right. He's going to be like, where did you hear? You know, how did you learn about a whoopie pie? He <laughs> thinks he knows yeah. it all because right. he grew up here. But yeah. I'm like, it is my goal to learn more yeah. and to just spit knowledge at you. So. And you told me he, he grew up in Mechanicsburg. Yeah, he went to Mechanicsburg he, High School. Mechanicsburg High School. Okay. Yep. Played yeah. Played football so. for them. So, so you've, you've been up here. Uh, yes. it, in, during the course of your relationship with him and now being married for a couple of years. So it, it's not like you came to central Pennsylvania for the first time ever this week. Correct. Right. right. So I remember when we came up and visited family during the holidays. Sure. 
Uh, his father actually used to live next to some Amish farmers, so we got fresh farm eggs, which okay. was really great. Yeah. And we uh, have toured the area. We've been to weddings up here. So okay. it was already a part of our lives. Yeah. And this is a great homecoming for him. Yeah. And his whole family's still here. So, That's well, great. most of them are. And yeah. the ones who aren't are really close. So we're just excited to yeah. be home and to learn more about the area. Yeah. And to Enjoy Central PA. Make a make a home here. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. So, um, you grew up. You told me you grew up in Georgia. Correct. Yeah, like northern Georgia. Yes. So about forty minutes outside of Atlanta. Okay. I uh, grew up in Marietta, Georgia. I went to Lasseter High School there. One of my claim to fames was I was in the Lasseter marching band, which doesn't sound like a big deal to most people. I know you're. <laughs> You're so frowning you, so, at me right so now. You were, I'm a little bit of a, a band nerd. I was like, you were a band yeah, nerd. Yeah, 100%. But oh, I was in Color Guard, so yeah. I did Flag okay, Rifle and Saber right, and I danced. Okay. They didn't have color. I went to school so long ago, they didn't even okay, have Color Guard. I don't believe yeah. that. <laughs> no, it's true. They didn't have Color Guard. <laughs> this is a facts. It's a new thing. They had uh, a, a rifle. The, the, the girls had wooden rifles that they would spin instead of a ton. Like, so that's a, that's color guard. Is that color guard? Yes. Okay, so they did you have color guard. You just didn't know you had it. I just didn't know we had it. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, so, so we were national champions. So, wow. Uh, excellent work ethic growing up. Yeah. And then I joined the Alabama Marching Band at the University of Alabama. See, I did not know that. That yep. is so cool. And so I got to tour with the football team. Nick Saban's first year was my first wow. year. So I got a lot of experience with sports, with wow. traveling, dancing. I marched in the Macy's and Rose Bowl parade. So Wow. Yeah. So that my is, dance background okay. is I, I cling to that a little bit. Okay. So when you say like your your dance background, mm-hmm. did you were you like a dancer growing I, up? Yes. Yeah. So I grew up dancing in a studio, ballet, oh, tap and okay. jazz. Wow. And then I transitioned to um you know, sports with high school. Yeah. So that's when I joined Color Guard. Okay. And then later uh the University of Alabama Million Dollar Band. All right. Wow. So I was in the stands cheering, so I will be your biggest cheerleader in the morning. Okay, there That's you go. That's where I get all my high energy from, I think. All right. Now, if we can teach you how to channel that energy into rooting for Penn State football, oh, yes. we'll get along even better. Yes. I've already told I need to go to a whiteout game. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, it's better than any SEC game. It is. So it's amazing. I'm told that we are yeah. buying tickets this year yeah. for my husband, Michael. You have got to go to a whiteout. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Okay. It is amazing. And I know I'm biased being a Penn State fan, but I'm telling you, a whiteout game uh, up there in that stadium, even for people, I've actually, you know, gone with people that were either on the fence or, mm-hmm. you know, just went to watch a football game, not necessarily Penn State fans. They graduated from Pitt, whatever. Sure. And, you know, the, the student section and the band comes out and the team takes field and they've looked at me and been like, Chills. oh my God, this is unbelievable. Yes. 107,000 people going berserk. You know what I mean? And so, that's a big stadium. Yes. Second biggest in the country, only behind Michigan, which okay. is no, you know known as the big house. But yeah, 107,000. So okay. uh, when that place is packed and when it's rocking, it's uh, rocking. It, it is, there is nothing else like it uh, in the world. So so you went to the University of Alabama, and that kind of transitions me into into something I wanted to talk about, being that it is a weather podcast. Right. You told me this the other day on our ride down to the uh, York Fair, and I was like, wow. Um, I think a lot of folks will remember uh, the tornado outbreak 2011 that went right through Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and you were there as a I student. I was there. The night before, we had some storms, and I had I had gone out to report. I was uh, working at WVUA-TV as a student, okay. so I was a senior. I'd gone out to report that afternoon on some tornado damage a few miles outside of Tuscaloosa. 
By the time I got back to the station, our meteorologist was in the weather center tracking mm. the tornado. Right. And we were seeing the development in Birmingham. We saw it coming towards us, and then everything went dark. Mm. And so we crawled under the anchor desk. I remember saying some Hail Marys yeah, and sure. some Our Fathers. Because for me, I truly had a, I really thought that this could be yeah. my moment. I just yeah. saw an EF4 tornado <laughs> barreling right. towards us. Yeah. Um, and then once it was over, we were fortunate that our news station was in a uh, former bomb shelter. Wow. So we were actually in the best place we could be. But when we walked out that door, Unbelievable. nothing looked the same. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, you know, for folks who aren't familiar with that uh, tornado, when you know, as Candace was saying, an EF four, we're talking about estimated winds of a hundred and ninety miles per hour. That is, mm-hmm. that's more than a damaging wind. That's a devastating wind. And uh, folks may or may not remember, you know, very unfortunate. One of the costliest tornadoes in United States history, but uh, it also killed. Unfortunately, 64 people lost their lives, uh, and I believe some students as well, correct? There were some students, and one of um, the football players on the team, it it still chokes me up to talk about this, but he uh, was holding his girlfriend in the closet, and she was ripped away. Oh, boy. And so the devastation, it still chokes me up because I knew in that moment, I have to tell people stories. Yeah. And we just, we went out and we walked around. We asked people how we could help. There yeah. were X's marked on people, people's doors mm. where service members had walked around to check to see if they were, you know, if anyone was alive. And to this day, one of the reasons, and I was telling you, Steve, that I'm still so passionate about weather, mm-hmm. living through that and talking to people yeah. about what they went through, their survival, mm-hmm. and the fact that they were alive, yeah. uh, and just seeing the devastation firsthand, that that's going to stay with you, right? Mm-hmm. So anytime that there is severe weather, when I'm on the anchor desk, I am so tuned in because mm-hmm. I have been there in that situation where I don't know if I'm going to... To live. Live. Yeah. 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 And I never want anybody else to have to walk yeah. through that or to experience right. it. Um, and my husband knows if there's a tornado warning, I am either glued to the TV yeah. or I want to go to work because yeah. Yeah. I know the meteorologist is taking care of it. So, And that's really with any severe weather. It's really carried through my career. But it's one of the my passions in this business mm-hmm. is to keep people informed, keep them safe, and let them know what's happening. Well, you know, we actually uh, did uh, a story. We do, uh, we do always do a, a summer weather or a spring severe weather special, and we always mm-hmm. do uh, a winter weather preview, a winter weather special. We we it's great. We really enjoy it. Myself, Tom, Stacy, Ed. We basically take over the studio for a half an hour. They give us five thirty till six, mm-hmm. and uh, it's our our opportunity. We get an entire half hour to talk weather. And um, but we actually did a story um, in our spring preview recently about uh, a new tornado alley and uh, how that uh, appears to be there's a shift almost. And uh, Alabama has become a real bullseye for tornadic activity over the last 15 to 20 years. The amount of tornadoes 
compared to you know 20, 25 years ago has really spiked through that area. When I grew up in Georgia, so we had tornado yeah. drills at school. We had basements. I mean, we would go into the basement. I still remember my mother would have our bicycle helmets downstairs. We would yeah. have mattresses, you know, just in sure. case. So we grew up with that. Uh, fortunately, it sounds like in Pennsylvania, we're not in a... Not really. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. And, uh, you know, look, uh, do we have tornadoes? Yes. Uh, Do they happen here? Yes. Uh, But, you know, certainly far less frequent than in places like Georgia, Alabama, or of course, once you get into more traditional tornado alley of Texas, Panhandle, Oklahoma, Kansas. Um, (laughs) Where that's an occurrence Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, as you know, we were really actually concerned to talk a little bit about our weather this week. We were Mm -hmm. very concerned about uh, the weather yesterday. A lot of the you know, indicative factors that we look for as meteorologists were there um, for severe weather. And the analogy that I always give Candace is, and I think I said this yesterday in one of our staff meetings, like, okay, this is the best way I can put it to you guys. Like all the ingredients are in the pot. Okay. And it's just a matter of whether or not it comes down to mother nature. You know, is she going to turn the wick up high enough that this pot's going to boil over? But I'm telling you, you know, it's one of those rare days around here where the ingredients are all there. They're all cut up. You know what I mean? You know, they're all in the pot, and it's just a matter of whether or not there's going to be enough of a spark. And as we saw, unfortunately, well, I guess I should say fortunately, because no one lost their lives. Right, in Bucks County. Yeah, in Bucks County, um, in Ben Salem, uh, where a car dealership basically got wiped out. So you'll enjoy this story. Mm -hmm. I rarely do this, okay? I I really, I do, okay? (laughs) I did a Facebook Live yesterday on our station Facebook page. And uh, it was around 11 a.m. And so the storms hadn't you know, started yet, but we were looking at all the factors. And, you know, I went into um, I like doing the Facebook lives in advance of weather because there again, it's open ended time. As you know, when when we're on the air, it's like, OK, Steve, you have three minutes. Right. You know what I mean? You know, whether it's <laughs> getting it out, whether it's a quiet day or whether it's now, you know, some situations, if there's active weather happening or there's snow falling, you know, of course, they're going to give me more time. But when I'm just trying to tee up what's going to be happening next, I basically have three minutes. So when you do a Facebook Live, you can just talk and go and go. And, you know, so I enjoy that. And I've seen some of your Facebook Lives, too, where you you say, hey, you know what? Um, I'm just going to leave this rolling while we're in the studio. Yes. And I think people enjoy that. Yeah, it's a real Mm -hmm. behind the scenes type thing. So I got done with the Facebook Live and it was one where I was doing it on camera. So I couldn't see or follow along with people's comments. So I got done. And of course, I went back and looked for the comments. And there was one guy who Uh commented and said, stop blowing these things out of proportion. You guys, you know, blah, blah. It's just like when you guys call for snow, you know, you know, that, that. Stop, I think stop overhyping things, you know, blah, blah, mm. blah. So I, and I, you know, I wasn't going to respond because you can't respond to all that noise, all that right. clutter. Sometimes you have yeah. to Yeah, and then a couple of people liked it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then last night as I was going to bed, um, I saw the damage on Twitter out of Ben Salem. Mm-hmm. And so I screenshot a picture of that car dealership, uh, totally collapsed. And I went back to our station Facebook page. And posted it. <laughs> under that guy's comment <laughs> and just said, sure, whatever you say, whatever works for you. Right. You know, there's a reason why, you yeah. know, when, uh, and it's not just, you know, I, we're bright uh, as meteorologists. Um, we have our own opinions. Yeah, we have our own opinions. Um, but when also... 
the leading severe weather experts that work for the National Weather Service are right. ta- literally tapping us on the shoulder, mm-hmm. sending us emails and messages that the general public doesn't get and saying, hey, uh, we think your area is. And of all the areas in the country yesterday, the entire United States, the bullseye for severe weather was the southern half of Pennsylvania. Right. So what are we supposed to say, Candace? Mm-hmm. Go about your lives. We don't, don't want to. We, we, we don't want to overhype. Yeah, we don't right. want to overhype anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and then you see what happens yesterday. Right, and the know. thing is, if you didn't warn people about it, right, that's yeah. worst case scenario. Right. So look, that noise, as you know, Candace, is generally it's just a very vocal minority. I don't want to make it mm-hmm. seem like people always are like you guys overhype everything. You da, da, da. There's always one or two. Yes. You know what I mean? That are always oh, going yes. to, yeah. I know. And, right. They tell me <laughs> that they, in the public. exactly. They tell me that uh, they don't like my ties. They don't like my hair. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. Steve, if you could just change for everybody else, <laughs> yeah. everything would be better. Right. Come you, on. You now. know, you know what it's like to 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 be in this business and get yes. totally, you know, totally picked apart. So, at any rate, so in the aftermath of uh, the tornado in Tuscaloosa, you know, tell me about. You know, what happened like in in the week thereafter as you were telling those mm. stories? Gosh. Well, I mean, really, I just we spent every day out in the field. So mm-hmm. it was um, I remember sitting. I think you'll appreciate this. I was sitting in the gas line because we were running out of gas mm-hmm. in the area. Uh, people were buying it. And so people this is one of my pet peeves. So this is you getting to know me here. Yeah. When people park at a gas pump and then leave their car there to go inside the yeah. store. Oh, man. I'm like, yeah. can you just move your yeah. car right. and park in a parking spot right. so other people can get yeah. gasoline? Mm-hmm. So we're trying to get to a news story, and I get out of my car, and I go in, and I said, hey, if you're parked at a gas pump, you got to go. Yeah, right. Because we have important stories to tell. Yeah. We have to know what's going on. Uh, so anyway, so that's a pet peeve. So if you see me at a gas station, <laughs> do not. I will come Don't go in and start. And I, the, the ones that touch screen order and they buy scratch off lottery tickets. Those are the ones. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, gosh, we were just there, I think for three months, I was just all over hmm. uh, really just knocking on people's doors. And yeah. you would walk into, um, you would walk into areas where all that was left from a mobile home park were the cement steps. Yeah. I mean, the home wasn't even there. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, and I remember that first morning after walking uh, with a photographer, and I was standing in front of a building, and I turned to the guy behind me and said, hey, uh, can you tell me what stood here? Because mm-hmm. it was unrec- unrecognizable. Right. And he said, yeah, that was my apartment. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my goodness. Uh, but people, they were literally rolling suitcases mm. of what they had left. Mm. That's all they could find. Yeah. We had our director, actually. He was in the bathtub when his roof was uh, ripped off from mm. his home. He fortunately was okay. And we had another reporter who was walking to her home, was excited when she saw her roof. Mm-hmm. But then once she got over the hill, she realized her roof was actually on the ground. So it was a lot of devastation with all of that, though. You know, people are are resilient. And um, we held ceremonies for those who Mm. lost their lives. Those were very impactful. How horrible. I mean, this is a college campus. It was, I mean, it was, yeah. Something and, you never think would ever, ever happen. Right. Six students dying because of a tornado on a college campus. Oh, my goodness. Horrific. It, yeah, re- it yeah. really was yeah. horrific yeah. is a good word to describe it. Yeah. But, you know, everybody came together. And 
as rivalries are with football, sure. Alabama and Auburn yeah. go way back. Yeah. So many people came together to help yeah. each other. I mean, that's when you see neighbors loving each other. And unfortunately, it takes that sometimes, yeah. right? It takes devastation. But you really did see people come together and love each other and yeah. help each other. And uh, it really brought the city closer together. And I can tell you, I, we ended up walking for graduation in August because we couldn't house anybody in right. the city. And that was such a memorable moment seeing people. Mm. Because August 27, 2011, it's mm. over. Yeah. There were no more classes. Right. Your grades were what they were. Yeah. I mean, school was done. Yeah. And we were supposed to you know, graduate in May, but it was like, go home. We'll communicate afterwards. The amazing part, too, is none of the campus was touched. Hmm. It was everything outside of campus. Yeah, yeah I kind of remembered that from the news coverage of that. It was yeah. just, it was like where it hit, it hit. And I, if memory serves, I, I didn't, it It was like 60 miles of damage. I, like, it was, yeah. yeah. It I mean, just, it's so it long It stayed ago on the ground now, for so long. Mm-hmm. which was one of the things that made it, you know, so, so costly. Yes. And so right. catastrophic and had over, unfortunately, 60, uh, 60 people uh, lost their lives mm-hmm. in that tornado. And that tornado is still a case study yeah, you know, for I meteorologists it. and, and what, what took place there. The great white whale, Candace, for uh, meteorologists, uh, as we get better and better, certainly with hurricanes, mm-hmm. it's amazing now what uh, the National Hurricane Center is able to do in terms of how accurate they are, even days out, as to where the most likely area wow. of landfall you know, is going to be. Yeah. Once you kind of get in the bullseye a few days out, that's, it really doesn't wobble all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not going to happen in my lifetime, uh, but... If we could ever accurately find a way to predict yes or no on tornadic activity for sure, right? Then where that's uh, they seem so random to they me. They are. It's and like I, the movie Twister makes yeah. me think, right? Like they're yeah. chasing it. You yeah. don't know where it's going to go. It's yeah. just this mother, which in a sense, from afar, it's absolutely beautiful yeah. to see like right. the strength yeah. of weather and yeah. Mother Nature come together. Yeah, uh, it's just the unfortunate devastation. I, I, as I look at it, to me, it seems unsolvable. Like there's, there's absolutely like there's no way that uh, the weather community will ever be able to solve that because it's just mm-hmm. it can't happen. But then I think to myself, okay, in the years. From the turn of the century in 1900, when the Wright brothers right. had the first flight until we put a man on the moon, there were more technological advancements in that span of time, those 69 years or whatever, than in all of time that man's you know existed yeah. on the planet up until then. Like the technological advancements, you know what I mean? In that <laughs> right. span of time, from actually there being oh my gosh, we we can we have a, a little prop, you know, a little plane in the air, right. to putting a man on the moon. There were more advancements in technology in that span of time than all, all time wow. previous. So when I think about that, I say, look, it's not going to happen in my lifetime, but who's to say that in 500 years from now, you know, oh, we might yeah. be able to I figure out. I mean, look, out. we're yeah. sending like Elon, was it Elon Musk yeah. recently <laughs> yeah. who like went to space and then- Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, yeah, yes. Yeah. I was just- The other just, billionaire. Yeah, the yeah. other one. I <laughs> yeah, know, I was right. like, well, I was thinking about the Elon Amazon Musk. The Amazon guy, uh, not the Tesla guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was right. thinking about electric cars this yeah, morning right, right, and right. then the advancement yeah. of the car. Yeah. That's why I was thinking of Elon, yeah. Elon Musk. But yeah, Jeff Bezos. And then um, who was the billionaire right before him who like beat him to the punch? Oh, the Virgin Airlines guy, Richard Branson. There you go. Richard Branson, yeah. It's like the, it's in the back of my mind and I can't think of the name going on there yeah but it's so true i mean who thought that we would be taking 
people to space. Taking just to people to space. Yeah, just see the to world from go to space. Next, yeah, yeah, different yeah. vantage so, point. Um, okay, so before we wrap up here, I, I do want to talk uh, a little bit about how uh, now you're in central Pennsylvania and you know going to be making your debut. Uh, most people, we've noticed, uh, we always drop this podcast at, at noon on Friday, so most people okay. tend to listen to it Friday afternoon, Saturday. Um, so you're going to be making your debut coming up on Monday morning. Everybody yes. tune in for that. Um, what are you most excited about? And don't give me some pat, you know, I'm just, you know, because I, I'm excited to, like, what do you, what excites you about being here? And okay. I, I don't want to, not the job. I'm, not oh, the job. Oh, I can't say that? Yeah, not the job. What, <laughs> what I, excites you? Let, let people get to know you okay, other than the will. standard answer of, I'm excited to be here and tell people stories and da, da, da. Right. We know that. Right. I can Otherwise, see you got, I wouldn't yeah, be here. I can see you have a total passion for this business, which is fantastic. It brings me a lot of Yeah, but joy. what, it, you know, you're you're moving here. You're from the South. Uh, mm-hmm. You've only ever visited here. Um, you know, kudos to you for, for you know, I don't want to call it a sacrifice moving here to work at CBS 21. <laughs> but, you know, obviously your, your, your husband has ties here. Yes. You know, therefore you do have ties here, but it's through him. Right. So, uh, you know, now you're here. What are you most excited about about being in central Pennsylvania? You know, I my husband and I got married two years ago. Yeah. During that time, we both worked multiple jobs okay. to pay off his student loan debt. Yeah. So yeah. I know a lot of people can relate to that. Absolutely. Uh, and we're now debt free. Oh, perfect. So yeah. with that, I yeah. feel like he and I can truly start our lives yeah. and we can start enjoying it. Yeah. And Part of that is I'm really excited to get involved. So I love dancing. So I've already researched okay. some dance cool. studios. Yeah. I've checked in with the um, young adults, the West Shore young adults. Already went to a meeting with them. Okay. Um, I'm a very social person. Okay. I love being around people. Okay. So even today, I was planning to send out an email to all the gals here and saying, hey, let's grab a glass of wine. Right, right. Let's go out to dinner or something. I want to get to know you. Um, so you will definitely find me out in the community and I really just want to, like I said, kind of build our lives here. Yeah. We, um, because he and I have worked so hard to get where we are and, um, you know, this is the first time I think, yeah, his last day of work was yesterday. So with his new career, this is the first time since he's graduated college, he's going to work one job Wow. and I am thrilled for yeah, him and great. for me because yeah. we get more time together we get to yeah. invest in our community we get to spend time with yeah. family my in-laws have been so good about inviting me over and i'm actually uh in such a like weird twist of a blessing i'm staying with my 90 year old uh grandmother wow. in-law so it's my okay. husband's grandmother fantastic uh and she has been so good to be around yeah. because her pace of life is different than yeah. mine now. But I just sit and talk to her after yeah. work and the conversations with a 90 year old is like talking to someone my age. Awesome. I mean, she's so sharp Yeah. and um, I, I just, you can learn so much from people, yeah. right? So I'm really enjoying that so far, even though it's a totally different pace that I'm right. used to. I'm a little bit of an energizer bunny. So yeah, just spending time with family, yeah. exploring the area. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, and you kind of touched on it. Um, mm-hmm. When viewers don't see Candace Scalise on what CBS Twenty One, what what <laughs> what 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 is Candace Scalise doing? Ooh, I will tell you a newfound. I don't know if it's a passion quite yet, but I joined CrossFit. Oh, okay. In June of last year, because everything was shut down, yeah. right, due to coronavirus. Hopefully, right. it doesn't happen again. But right. we're still waiting to see how everything goes. 
Um, so I joined CrossFit yeah. and I learned how to weight lift. Okay. And I have impressed myself All right. with how much I can All right, lift. cool. This is my humble brag for this podcast, okay? That's I'm going right. to tell you, Steve, because you know I'm like a tiny woman, right? Like yeah. I don't look like... I can weight lift very much. Yeah. I can deadlift 200 pounds. Wow. And I can squat 160. If you had asked me if yeah. I could ever do that, I would say no way. You know, you are wearing a sleeveless dress. and you I see and, my guts? Wow. I tell yeah. you what. You know there. what? There you go. Check the, it out. The, the gun show. <laughs> That's is awesome. this what's happening Monday morning? That's, we'll be like, yeah. check out Candace Scalise's arms. <laughs> yeah, the gun Look show. at that. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut off the sleeves of my dress shirt and give you yeah. room for your money. Right? Yeah. Like, rip it off here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've, I've, um, one of the reasons I love it is because I have done things I had no idea I was capable of. That's fantastic. So that yeah. is really cool. And it's taught me a lot about health and nutrition, yeah. which I come from a very healthy household. My right. mother grew up on an organic farm. Okay, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, and my yeah. best friend married a farmer. Okay. So I'm very into agriculture, which I know is important to Central PA. Yeah. And feeding your body good nutrition, wow. Okay, you so... You feel so good if you do that. that you know, uh, that tosses out the next question I was going to ask you because, you know, if you're, if you're going to be in Central PA, you know, we're kind of in between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. So right. I was going to say to you, I would put you on the spot and say, all right, Permonte Brothers sandwich, which is a sandwich of Pittsburgh or the Philly cheesesteak. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know how to answer that. I haven't had either. <laughs> I was just, you're going to say neither one. <laughs> right. Yeah. You probably won't find me gorging yeah. on. Yeah. We'll get you an impossible cheesesteak. I did that? hear about, yeah. oh, my father-in-law last night was teaching me all of the different things people eat here, which I was just, I don't even know if I can remember them. The hog paw ma thing. Yeah. Hog ma. Hog ma. Hog ma. I learned about that. Yeah. And Scrapple. then. I learned about Scrapple, which sounds yeah. disgusting, yeah. but um, I will, I'll try it, though, if you yeah. want me to. Yeah. And we were talking about uh, the milkshakes at the farm show complex, yeah. They're right? They're fabulous. I've heard those are great. Yeah. And what else was it? Yeah, just like random things that I had no idea, but I'm I'm game. I'm yeah. ready. Okay. I'll try it. You'll try it. I don't know if I'll make it part of my everyday routine. I grew up but... here, and so I was fed Scrapple when you know I was like four or five years old, uh-huh. and it was just like... You know, here's your pancakes and a slice of scrapple because it's a it's a breakfast meat, right? Okay. And I love it. You love it. But the thing is, is that <laughs> I started eating it when I was a kid. I didn't ask yeah. any questions. I was a kid. It was put on the plate for me, and I went, "Boy, this is good." And I like it with syrup. So that's kind of like people either oh. put butter on it or syrup on it because it's just the re- the remnants of yeah. whatever you yeah. cooked, right? Yeah. Well, basically, it's. They take all of the quote unquote good parts of the pig and make right. other things, up to and including hot dogs. Uh, you know, the <laughs> hot better, dogs are above yeah, scrapple yeah, on your nutrition. Yeah, the, the better cuts of meat actually wind up in hot dogs than okay. wind up in scrapple. Yikes. So yeah. literally, it gets its name scrapple because it's all the scraps, the scraps. that are left I mean, over. It makes sense. But it's seasoned. It looks like a it's like a loaf, and you slice it, okay. and you can either pan fry it or fry it, deep fry it. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's a Central Pennsylvania delicacy. Okay. So at some point in time, we might have to get you to try at least a forkful of scrapple um another question you're going to get asked a lot is sheets or wawa do you even know what that means yes i do actually i do know that yeah i have some wawa gift cards i need to use that i've been keeping since a few christmases ago yeah here uh, I'm going to have to go with Sheets. But okay. I think, are they more... Sheets is more Western PA. Wawa yeah. is more Philadelphia. That's It's kind of like a Philly, mm-hmm. Philly-Pittsburgh. The Philly-Pittsburgh thing here is is a pretty big rivalry. 
both yeah. on the playing field with sports and then just kind of culture and people in general. Okay. And because this is where the state capital is, we have so many transplants from both the eastern half of the state and the western half of the right. state. What you're going to have to do with your husband is, or you know what, with me and my wife, we'll go on a Sunday. We'll just go to a sports bar to okay. watch football, okay? And you will see... You know, there's going to be a bunch of people flipping out over the Eagles and a bunch of people flipping out over the Steelers. Yes. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, and they are very, fun. you know what I mean? The, the two <laughs> do not necessarily get along either. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? There's no love lost there between Eagles fans and Steelers fans. So that's kind of a kind of a thing around like here that, that that you're going to have to get used to. I love good to. competition. Yeah, so that you're going to have to get I used to. I think I would really enjoy that. The one thing the state somewhat agrees on is Penn State. Penn State is okay. fairly, unless you went to Pitt. You know, mm-hmm. if you went to Pittsburgh, and then obviously you're not going to be a big, or if you went to Temple, but Penn State, pretty much by and large, the state somewhat unites around. You know, okay. it's kind of it's kind of the one team that everybody sort of I agrees can get on. on. With that. Yeah, it's one thing. Yeah, exactly. Until we play Alabama in the college football yeah, playoffs then I'm this year. Sitting in the like <laughs> yeah. nosebleeds where no yeah. one can find me. <laughs> uh, and before we wrap up this week, I'm going to really put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. I want you to say. Lancaster, three times fast. Lancaster, Lancaster, Lancaster. Not done. Now you're going to say Lebanon. Lebanon, Lebanon, Lebanon. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Did it. I've been practicing, actually. Yeah, in the spirit of the Olympics, not only did you nail the routine, but you actually nailed the landing. So oh, there you go. Thank you. you came off the parallel bars. And, yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a round of applause. We could yeah, play, you know. We could play. Yeah. <laughs> like, woo, good yeah. job. I'll just clap for myself. I'll put myself on. All right, Candice. We are excited to have you here. I thank hope you. that uh, our listeners have been able to. Uh, one thing I, I've noticed about you, and of course, you know, you know how it is. Uh, you know, I got home from I got home from Monday when you started uh, your first day, and all we had done was we shot a few things in the studio. And my wife said, "Okay, so you know." What did you think of the new girl? Right. right. And I said, honestly, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time around her because they had us very busy. They, right. they immediately, well, like first day, they had us shooting things in the studio. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a whole lot. You had a lot of stuff, HR stuff you had to do. And I was like, honestly, I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with her. And so my wife goes, she's like, yeah, but she's like, Everybody always gets a first impression. She's like, right. first impression, positive first or negative. Seconds. Yeah, she's like, first impression, positive or negative. And I went, Oh, yeah, definitely positive. And I was like, ask me more after we have to spend a bunch of time at the York State right. Fair tomorrow. So sure enough, Tuesday night, she says to me, all right, now that you've – I was like, no, definitely <laughs> positive. And, but one thing I said was I was like, she is full of energy and she's very enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is going to play very well for our morning viewers. So I'm excited. Good. Thank yeah. you. Ryan and I are excited to have you here. And uh, we're really looking forward to Monday. And I know you are too. Yes, yeah. I'm great. I'm so excited. Honestly, it's been it's been tough not being on the anchor yeah, desk. Yeah, right. I'm like, wow, I'm not used to this desk job. Line, yeah, right. right we're right. entertainers. We yeah. love to be. I love being on TV. It's. Yeah. I mean, being a morning news anchor. Yeah. Is my dream job. Yeah. It's what I set out to do. Yeah. I love waking up early. I love getting people started and saying, hey, good morning. Yeah. And I'm honestly, I would describe myself as a. Um, a true enthusiastic optimist. Yeah. I see the glass half full. Yeah. I want people to reach their goals. I want them to succeed. I want them to have a good day. Yeah. And if I can help you get your day started, if I can help you start it on a positive note while also telling you the important news you need to know, right. then I did my job. Yeah. I, well, I've been on morning shift since 1996. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm right there with you. And I've had other opportunities to take other shifts. And, uh, 
I've always been happy in the morning. I'm right yeah. there with you. So that's it's good. It's a unique. It's a very unique, it's unique. team, and yeah. it's a unique time. It is. But like you said, that's why you bond with your yeah. coworkers. Yeah. You're all up yeah. in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah. working. I know. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, uh, for those that do listen to this uh, on Friday afternoon as it posts, um, you can catch Candace tonight. They're going to have you on at 5 o'clock. Yes. They're going to basically introduce you tonight at yes. 5 o'clock. They're going to have you on the desk. So if you haven't seen Candace yet, check that out tonight at 5. Appreciate Appreciate you hanging Thank you, out, Steve. This was so much fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite parts of the week when uh, when we do record the weather podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and there again, it's always a good opportunity for us to talk weather in depth, which we love doing. Yes. So we'll have you back sometime. Good, I love learning. Yeah, about we'll it. we'll have you back sometime. I, I love the fact that you have a keen interest in weather. And with that, look for Candace coming up on uh, Monday morning. And thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.